Hello and welcome to another episode of The Grey NATO, a loose discussion of travel, diving, driving, gear, and most certainly watches. This is episode 171 and we thank you for listening. James, how's it going? We're uh, a bit of a short week here in the US and uh, it's, it's a holiday when we're launching this one. Yep. Yeah, this one will come out, uh, I guess, as the sort of American Thanksgiving kicks off. You weirdos down south decide to do things pretty late. <laughs> Uh, it's already yeah. Christmas as far as I'm concerned up here, but, uh, you know, you, to each their own. And, and of course, happy Thanksgiving to anybody who, uh, who's celebrating it. I guess aside from that, I, I don't have a ton to talk about, but we do kind of have some big news that I hinted at last week. Uh, you think we kick off there? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's get right, right into it. You know, it's been a long time coming that, that we've wanted to try and find a way to have the audience support the show if they want to. And, and I think in the past, we haven't been very good at um, asking for money. We certainly haven't been good at like, doing the business side of anything. That's why we're, we're both creatives and, uh, and, and big stressors on our accountants and business managers. But I think we've come up with an interesting way of, of kind of supporting the show and it's all done through Substack. So if you're already on the subscriber uh, option, you'll, you'll have the ability to quickly up your subscription if you want. We think it's pretty straightforward and simple. Obviously, if you have any questions or problems, you can email us at thegrainado at gmail.com. But, uh, but Jason, why don't you walk them through the levels? As James mentioned, we're running this this program through Substack, which isn't, you know, it isn't a perfect format, but it's what's been working for us lately to deliver show notes and to provide an embedded player if people want to listen to the show that way. If you're already subscribed to the Grey NATO on Substack and are getting those weekly emails, it's pretty simple to upgrade to a, a paid subscription to support us. When you go to the graynado.substack.com, if you're logged in, you'll see a big orange subscribe button in the top right corner of the screen. And when you click that, you will see the we basically have two subscription options, which I'll walk through in a minute. But if you're not already on our Substack and, and getting those weekly emails with the show notes, just go to the graynado.substack.com and you'll find a place right on that page where you can enter your email address. And then when you click that, it'll take you to the subscription options. And for those, we have two. We have a $5 a month option, which basically gets you, you know, the, the standard weekly episodes, which everybody gets, even if you're, you're staying with the free option. But then you're also going to get an extra episode a month. And at this point, we're, we're going to make that our Q&A episode. So starting uh, in the new year, the Q&A episode will be an extra episode available only to those who pay for the $5 a month level, or we have a $100 a year level if you want to pay once for the entire year, you get the the weekly episodes plus the Q&A episode and, drum roll please, a supporter kit. So the supporter kit is our TGN logo. It's a decal, a three-inch decal that you can put on your laptop or water bottle or car or whatever you want, as well as a gray Ute NATO strap. Um, this is uh, the, the strap we provided in the supporter bundle years ago. It has a signed TGN buckle. This is an all-new crop of them that we got from Terry. These are lovely straps, uh, some of our favorite NATOs. So when you sign up at the $100 a year level, you get the decal and a strap of, of your choosing, uh, either 20 or 22 millimeter. Once you sign up on Substack, you're going to get a thank you email um, that's going to have a link in it where you can choose your strap size and enter your shipping info. And then we'll, we'll get those expedited probably in the first week of December. I'll be getting those uh, shipped out to everybody. So yeah, pretty straightforward. It's all through Substack. And as James mentioned, if you have any problems, you can just send us an email at thegraynado at gmail.com. Yeah. And you know, the thing that we want to make clear is the show will remain free. If you're listening and you think I, this isn't worth five bucks a month or or I don't have a hundred dollars this year or whatever, that's fine. We're still going to do about 48 episodes a year, which is what we've been doing for some time. Well, I mean, since we went back to weekly, 
when you take some time off around Christmas, and then there's usually one or two weeks a year where it just the schedule becomes difficult. So we'll say something like 48 a year. Just like with the last bundle, Jason, I want to make this very clear. This isn't a great deal if what you want is a is a gray NATO. <laughs> you can get the exact same one. It just doesn't have the the TGN engraving on the buckle from Hodinkee for about 25 bucks. This is how you can support the show. And if you're enjoying it, basically the annual option ensures that Jason and I won't lose money on the NATO, the sticker, the shipping, the processing time, etc. These are being shipped by hand. There's We don't have like a fulfillment center or any of that kind of thing. We don't really know how many of you are going to clamor to get after this, but we, we hope it's enough to have made the the investment in the NATOs and the rest of it make sense. Um, and then as far as the Q&A goes, uh, that'll become a fifth episode a month. And again, if you're in either of the paid tiers, $5 a month or $100 a year, which again is only like eight and a half bucks a month, a little less than that, then you get the Q&A. Obviously, we have a backlog of questions that have come from people who sent them in assuming they would get an answer regardless of spending money. So we're not going to kick off the paid Q&As until uh, later in the year, um, probably January or February of next year. So that way we can get through the backlog of the questions we have. If you sent us a, a Q&A question you know, before, say, November 25th of this year, uh, you're in the log, you'll, you'll get your answers. Uh, we're we're going to go through those and do a couple like super Q&A shows to get through those questions. Um, and then moving forward, it'll be something where if you, know, if you want to be able to send in a question and get a direct response from uh, Jason and I, that'll be part of kind of the the paid level. Kind of predicting other questions that might come up. Uh, we're not going to be selling the straps separately. Uh, it's we kind of see it as a, as as the easiest kind of most fun way to signify yourself as a TGN supporter. If that's something that you're uh, keen on doing, we may do merch in the future. It depends on what we learn about shipping and the rest of it. Yeah, I would also add that 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 um, this is open to listeners worldwide. Um, there are very few geographies uh, to which uh, I cannot ship things from the US. I think uh I think I've I've had experience uh, in the past shipping to uh I think it was Taiwan and I think uh I think uh Russia, of course uh, North Korea, I think Iran, you know, there's just a handful of places that I can't ship and certainly we will get in touch with you if there's a, a shipping issue, but otherwise, you know, it's fair game. Uh, we we've got listeners all over the world and happy to happy to get this stuff uh distributed. So we think this is good value. I support a handful of different Patreons and, and Substacks and such, and, and we think that this this kind of balances out where it's not just additional content for all the all the ranges, and, and it's a level of work that we can manage and the rest of it. The last thing that I'd like to clarify, um, in the past, I've said that uh, you know we read and reply to every email, and that has been the case uh, up until now, but honestly, I, I can't keep up with it anymore. To kind of too many messages coming in. A lot of them are double ups or things that we end up talking about, uh, you know, a week later on the show or something like that. So the email will remain open, thegrainado at gmail.com. Uh, but we can't promise that you'll get a reply anymore. Uh, we'll do our best, but uh, I'm no I'm no longer able to make that uh, that promise as there's there's just that many messages and the workload and such to go weekly has really, um, you know, kind of eaten up some of that time. So that's uh, that's kind of the big business update for the show. If you want to support us and you've been enjoying the show, we're 171 episodes in. You can pick either five bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year. I, I think the hundred bucks a year, I think the hundred bucks a year is a sweet deal because I think these natos are pretty rad. But I don't know that I could be <laughs> more biased in that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know we've had we've had people write us unsolicited asking how they can support the show several times. Yeah, you know, hey, how can we give you guys money? We've had other emails asking, you know, are you guys ever going to uh, sell merchandise again? I'd love to get one of those straps. 
hopefully this uh, this solves a few of those those problems, uh, if if you can even call them problems. But I think you know James and I put put a, a lot of time into doing these episodes, especially James editing every week, and and you know we we sit down and try to you know put our best uh, best foot forward with with every episode of TGN, and I I know we have a really loyal following of folks out there, listeners, and I'm excited to kind of kick this off and see where it goes. Yeah, me too. And lastly, if you're if you're listening, we can end on this point. If you're listening, you love the show, but it's not you're not in a position to put the money out. That's fine. If, if you want to do us a favor, swing by your podcast aggregator of choice and leave a review. We typically try and ask once a year. I probably asked more than that this year. Uh, but leave us a review. It makes a difference. It helps grow the show. It helps people have some faith in what they're subscribing to if they're brand new. And if you're not much for leaving reviews or, or you know, logging into stuff and such, then just uh, tell a friend. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, any issues, thegraynado at gmail.com. Uh, Jason, I haven't done anything other than worked <laughs> since we recorded the last episode. <laughs> uh, and any any big news to go over? Or you want to jump right into risk check? I think we can jump into risk check. I mean, for me, the the past week, you know, we've been uh, kind of testing out and trying this uh, kind of protocol to get things set up for for what we just discussed. So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of been been the big news on my end. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into risk check. What what are you wearing? I, I put on the Explorer too. Um, you know, this this feels like kind of a, a big day. One hundred and seventy one episodes in, we've decided to try and you know, fund the show in a way that we're comfortable with. We didn't like advertising and the rest of it. And whenever I kind of am, am, am doing something that I, I would like to remember in sort of a specific fashion, I, I try and wear this watch. It's one of my sort of good luck charms, if you will. Uh, so I've got the Explorer 2 on uh, and it's a it's a winner. It still is. And I think it will be for a long time for me. Yeah, nice. Well, um, on, on my wrist, uh, Steve from Raven sent over a watch for me to try out. Now, I've never worn a Raven. Um, you've talked a lot about them and have, have tried the trekker and a few other watches from them for sure yeah he sends their latest which is the airfield um oh nice and you know it's really an amazing watch and and having not handled a, a raven before i mean the, the photos have always looked great but I'm, I'm pretty blown away by the the quality of this watch for something that's you know less than six hundred dollars this is uh he sent me mm-hmm. the no date green dial and he put an orange sweep hand on it so it's it's this really cool colorful version of that kind of field quasi pilot's watch style. Um, and it comes on a, a really nice bracelet for, you know, for this price point, the bracelet is swings well above its weight. And then it has these like little touches, like the kind of the, the bevels on the, on the bezel are pretty amazing. And then it has this black ceramic ring kind of around the, the inside of the bezel, but kind of before you get into the dial that, just adds this sort of glitter to it in certain light and, and, and just kind of changes the whole look of the watch. And, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a sweet little watch. I, I haven't actually sized the bracelet. I'm kind of eager to do that, but I put it on one of these Artem, uh, sailcloth straps, which looks surprisingly good. Um, but I had it on a NATO for the first couple of days and, and it wears, you know, perfectly on that as well. But, uh, you know, when, when Steve sent it, he, he sent me like a screenshot of, of it on a timing machine and he had, adjusted it himself and and you know it keeps you know within just a couple seconds a day it's just like chronometer spec for a seiko nh36 no date movement so it's uh lovely it's a pretty amazing little piece yeah so you know steve thanks so much for for sending this over i'm uh, i'm enjoying wearing it and i'll definitely put up a, a photo or two on instagram in the next couple of weeks so uh yeah that's what's on my wrist yeah i you know the raven stuff has always impressed me i've i've kind of been following steve's work for a long time before raven you know he was part of um uh, benaris watches i owned a handful of their stuff the customer service is great. Steve's an awesome dude. Uh, another one of a product related to him is going to come up in our in our gift guide, which I'm excited about. 
I, I think it's it, you know it's just another one of those small brands that I really like to support. They do nice work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I'm glad that you've got a chance to check it out. The airfield looks uh, looks great. You know, we we talked about it uh, back in our uh, upcoming kind of upcoming watches. We're excited about episode, and uh, I'm glad that one of us has a chance to uh, to check it out. That's rad. Yeah. Well, speaking of the gift guide, we should uh, we should jump into it. We do this every year. It's it's been kind of a fun tradition. I I it kind of crept up on me this year. I was like, oh, we we probably need to do a gift guide. I think somebody actually wrote me and said. Hey Jason, are you guys going to be doing a gift guide? Because I rely on you guys to like get my gifts. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> no pressure, cool. but that's uh, good. Good enough for us. Yeah. It is, yeah. So, so here we are. But yeah, the goal is to pick something we've enjoyed this year. That's not a watch. The Graynado at large is kind of a, a year-round watch buying guide. And then to make it clear, this is not sponsored in any way. None of these brands know that they're going to be mentioned. And um, and in cases where we were uh, given the product, uh, we can also make that pretty clear too. But it's not sponsored. These are ones that we picked. Um, we see it as sort of like a, uh, the equivalent of a, of a consumer-driven sort of award show if, uh, if TGN were ever <laughs> to produce one. Yeah. And, and basically, with the consumer side of it is we do um, four things that are under $150. It used to be $100, but things feel more expensive this year, and I think they are. <laughs> so I wiggled it up to 150 bucks. And then the final item, we each pick something that breaks the bank. So that's a no budget, something we bought this year that we really enjoyed. So, uh, Jason, if you want to kick it off with your first one, um, I'm keen to get through this list. I love doing this episode. Yeah, me too. I'm going to start, uh, I guess we'll probably go low to high. I'm going to start with uh, a set of playing cards. These are from uh, Haviston. So Haviston is, um, you know, those of you are probably familiar with it um, because I've, I've mentioned their straps in the past. But Haviston... Uh, their kind of tagline on the website is vintage military industrial design. And and primarily what, what Haviston does are kind of cool canvas and NATO style straps uh, with a nod towards, you know, the color schemes of, of old battleships or, you know, airplanes or whatever. And and I've, I've got one of their uh, tool watch rolls for, for storing watches, which would have been a nice pick for, for a gift guide in itself. But today what I'm doing is their, um, their vintage military playing card deck. And these are $24.30. That's uh, like a direct uh, translation from, from British pounds because this is a, a brand out of, uh, out of England. And, you know, I'm not a card-playing guy, but Alex from Haviston sent these over to me uh, a few months ago. And I had a couple of nights where, you know, Gashani was working late and I was kind of sitting by the fire. And I was like, I pulled out these cards just because they're really a pleasure to look at. And I just started playing solitaire with them and it kind of got hooked on it. What they are is it's kind of a nod to, you know, back in, in World War II and, and through the Cold War, different militaries would issue these aircraft spotter cards. So they would have like an a outline of, of certain, you know, enemy aircraft so that you could identify them from the ground. And what he did this uh, using military watches of various types. So, you know, there's everything from a marine chronometer to you know, an RAF uh, chronograph to, you know, a, a standard field watch, uh, something like the Benrus Type 1. But none of them list the name of the watch specifically by brand. It's more just kind of this generic sketch of it with the Haviston name on the dial. And they're really beautifully done. Of course, they're colored black and, and red for the, for the different uh, suits. You know, you can tell that that Alex at Haviston is a designer because it's, it's really... Um, Nicely done in terms of, you know, the different suits, the clubs, the hearts, the spades, um, as, as well as kind of the way he's tied it all together. And and the cards just feel really high quality. They've got a nice gloss to them. Even if you're not into into playing cards, it's they're just kind of neat to have around. And 
thumb through and look at. And and I think at, at you know, 25 bucks, this would be like one of those quote unquote stocking stuffers for, for kind of a watch nerd or, a you know, kind Absolutely. of a military um, buff or something. So uh, yeah, that's my first one. Yeah. Really cool. I like that. Those, uh, I just clicked the link and checked it out. Those are super cool yeah. uh, and a great gift idea, uh, you know, low stakes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it can be hard to buy people gifts. And I, I feel like if, you know, if, if, uh, if that seems to align that that would work pretty well. My first one is a $20 uh, watch travel case that I know we've talked about before. I don't think I went back through the backlog. I don't believe it was ever in a, in a previous gift guide, but this is the um, Vario.sg watch travel case. So I find that when I travel, I've really started only taking one other watch, whatever's on my wrist, plus something else. Yeah. Um, at most, I, you know, I'm not going to red bar stuff these days where you have the watch roll or a box of watches or a whole case or whatever. But when I travel, maybe this is where the Garmin goes or uh, or a, a quartz backup or something. And in, in many ways, I, li- I like these because they're really nicely made, $20, so not expensive. They have a nice zipper and they're, they kind of get wider at one side for where the case of the watch would be. Oh, yeah. And then they work really nicely because they, uh, unlike, um, you know, let's say I have a watch on a mesh bracelet. That's not going to lay flat mm, in right. in a watch roll or, or a sleeve or, or one of the little pouches. Yeah. And I like these because it feels a little bit more robust than putting it in a you know a couple pieces of leather that are stitched together, and then having it kind of sandwiched between a bunch of camera gear in my bag or something like that. <laughs> I have the same one I bought probably four years ago, three or four years ago. I'm, I don't remember when we when we talked about it, but we were definitely in uh, two digit shows. Uh, yeah, I love this for the twenty dollars. Uh, whenever I, I I think about like. What would I, I buy if I had to buy something for, let's say, a colleague at Hodinkee or something? Yeah. This would be a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, I think everyone should have one. It makes carrying a watch with you really easy. It kind of su- it fits in your hand. It looks um, inconspicuous. It doesn't look fancy or like something expensive is necessarily inside it. Mm-hmm. Really, the design is, is something that I think used to be attributed to Oakley. They used to do yes. a, It was called the Watch Vault. Yeah. And yeah. this is the same idea. It's just cheaper, and I don't think Oakley still makes the other one. Uh, so that's the uh, Vario SG watch travel case for uh, 20 bucks. That kicks off my list at a nice uh, entry-level price point. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'd like to get one of those. All right, next up, let me go up my list in terms of price. All right, my next one. Oh, I'm surprised this one's next. This is, a, this is a really nice book. It's called The Handcrafted Life of Dick Prenicky. And uh, it's $52. This is one of uh, several things on your list that I would have picked. Uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't have any right to pick this one because you actually gifted it to me. So this is an active uh, <laughs> gift. I have it. Liter- it's literally sitting on my desk here. And it's it's just incredible. It's it's worth every penny of 52 bucks for sure. <laughs> to, to give it to you as a gift was sort of my, my test case for, uh, for today's episode, I guess. Um, you know, I, I love a good book, good kind of uh, coffee table size book. This is a, a bit oversized. It's hardback. Um, it just feels kind of um, throwback, you know, in terms of books. Uh, it's well bound, really good paper quality. Um, the book is by Monroe Robinson. Now, if this sounds familiar to you, well, it should for several reasons. We, we've talked about, about Dick Prenicky. He's kind of a TGN hero. We've talked about him many times. Every episode. Went way back, probably to <laughs> single digit episodes. And then recently, uh, a listener had, uh, had written in and, and recommended a, uh, a blog post by Monroe Robinson's son, who did some of the, the sketches in this book. Monroe Robinson was a guy who had met Dick Prenicky and, and kind of was a caretaker of his cabin in Alaska. And, uh, and his son did, did the, the, the line drawings, the sketches that are peppered throughout the book in among the, uh, the archival photographs. 
this book is, you know, it's all about, uh, if you're not familiar with Dick Prenicky, please go back and listen to uh, one of several past episodes in which we've talked about him. He was a guy who moved to Alaska in the 60s, built a cabin and even the tools that he used to build the cabin by hand out of wood that he cut. Um, he, he lived there year round for many years. Um, and, uh, he's just a bit of a hero of ours. He's, he's kind of this calming presence in the world or, or was who kind of lives on as this, uh, a bit of a sainted figure, um, of everything that, that maybe the world is less of these days. And, um, so the, the book kind of perpetuates that you can kind of read excerpts from his diaries and, and reminiscences and, and comments from people that knew him and, and then all these wonderful photos. So yeah, 52 bucks for a really good book. It's from Lost Art Press. And uh, that's my second pick. Uh, it's such a good one. Thank you uh, again for uh, for sending it. Yeah. It's a, a lovely thing. Yeah. My second pick is $38 for a set of four Philips Wiz bulbs. <laughs> this may seem like a strange pick, um, but I, I recently uh, was tipped off to these. I've been a fan, uh, a kind of a conceptual fan of the Hue system for years. It's these, you know, smart controlled bulbs. You can change the color and the timing and do light that comes on when you're away, when you're traveling, like all, all sorts of different options. Yeah. But it's just kind of a very techie light bulb. But the Hue stuff has always been too expensive for me to bother investing in it. Mm. I've I've had some of the the more entry level Hue stuff that's that's kind of has just a, some Bluetooth features and then you kind of attach it to like a Google Assistant. And basically, what they've done is expanded that concept into something called the Wiz line. And it doesn't have as many options as what you'd see in um in the Hue as far as like fancier lights and and bulbs and stuff. But all your standard sort of normal bulbs, even GU10s are represented and LED lighting, like strip lighting and stuff like that. But it's really the cost that works. And if you already have uh, a scenario where you like to change the color temperature of your light, I like to change mine throughout the day, um, depending on how I'm working and if I'm editing photos or writing or, or these sorts of things. Uh, so I, I was very much a, a, an instant kind of buyer or, or a market case for these sorts of things. And it's $38 for four 60-watt equivalent bulbs. You set them up with an app on your phone. You can control everything from like they can automatically adjust the bulb for the circadian rhythm of the day. Wow. So if you're really working inside or, or you spend a lot of time in one room and, and you'd like to not have your lights kind of mess with sleep or, or sleep patterns, you can set that up. It's all done through an app on your phone. And then if you're a Google Assistant fan or an Alexa fan or any of that kind of thing, you can link that up, and uh, and and it'll it'll pull to that. So then then you have the voice commands to turn lights on and off, or even change the brightness. You can tell, uh, you can tell Google like the, what percentage of brightness I want the ball back. Wow! Uh, so that's really nice. If you're watching a movie and you have everything off or very low, and then you can't find something, a, a remote or whatever, you can just say it, and and it brings the lights up 30 percent, whatever it is. For $38, I'm really impressed with it. I, I found a lot of value in it. I've had it for maybe a week now and, and made it to the, the gift guide. So I, I think this is absolutely something I would buy for pretty much anyone who spends a lot of time at home, which is a lot of us these days, and uh, or, or you know kind of cares about these sorts of things. For me, a fantastic product. Wait, this is so this is this is an absolute revelation for me. I'm I'm trying to understand this. This is incredible. So the 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 all everything's contained in the light bulb. There's no box you have to plug in or configure or anything. You literally just screw in the light bulb and configure it with your phone? Yep, it's just the bulb. Everything's in the it's bulb. Incredible. Um, and they wow. have multiple different sort of sizes, not just the base size, but actual like the length size. And I have a very bright light right next to my desk that I face up to the ceiling for kind yeah. of diffuse light. Yeah. So they have a 100 watt equivalent. It's very bright to 1300 lumens or something. 
So you don't even have to run it at 100%. So I have that one. And then I have a bulb kind of behind my monitors to backlight them. Yeah. And you can actually go into the app and link them. So if I change the brightness of one, it does the other. And they link in color as well. Wow. Uh, I I love this product. I I think it's killer. I love this product. No expensive controller, nothing to plug into your router, just just your phone. Wow. You basically screw the bulb into where it would go and then cycle it on and off a few times. And it starts to pulse like blue and purple. Yeah. Yeah. And then you open the app and you say add a bulb. And it takes about a minute. It finds the bulb and you go from there. And it does all the weird colors too. So if you want red or huh. <laughs> blue or purple or green it does every color huh if, if that, my, my kids find that to be hilarious i, I don't i don't want to get us on a sidetrack here but can you schedule on off or is it uh easily yep oh man all right yep you can have it follow the sunrise and sunset in your area oh, man. you can have it um come on at a certain time of day and off you can have an await like a, a travel schedule so it comes kind of randomized like somebody's home all right done deal I'm, I'm, I see it's available for store pickup today at Home Depot. I think I'm going to have to run over and get some. I love it. Yeah, I think in the States I checked, uh, there's a lot of options for where you can get it in the States, but I think it's mostly uh, a, a loose exclusive to Home Depot or maybe yeah. places that also buy from Home Depot. In Canada, it's Home Depot and Home Hardware. Nice, nice. That's my second pick. Very, very cool. All right, my uh, I guess I'm on my third pick now. This is a product we've talked about before. We both got oh, yeah. these it was on as, my list too. as gifts uh, from our friend Wesley at Standard H. Uh, he runs a podcast and website, sells a little bit of merchandise, one of which is his Avant tee. You know, I've, I'm not one to typically rave about t-shirts, but uh, I do appreciate a good one. And his Avant tee is a $68 cotton t-shirt that we've both been enjoying. In fact, he sent us one each. Uh, I think it was in gray. And then I went back and I ordered uh, a couple of more because uh, same. Th- yeah. they're just, they're, they're so good. It's just the right thickness of, of cotton. They have a well-shaped uh, pocket on the, on the chest, which is a, a vastly underappreciated part of a good t-shirt is kind of the shape of the pocket. This one's uh, just deep enough to fit a, a pair of sunglasses and kind of hold it steady. Sleeve length is just right. I think particularly, I just like kind of the thickness and kind of the yeah. The hand, I guess, is the, the term that uh, clothing guys use, like the hand of the cotton itself. It just has a good feel. It wears well. It's kind of a fitted feel, but not like skin tight. I was wearing these all summer and he was out of stock for a while. And I was, I kept, you know, bugging him like, when are you getting these in stock? I want to order some more. And uh, yeah, these are great. So, you know, if you know somebody's size who, I mean, who doesn't like a t-shirt, this is a, this is a great gift. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't support this more. If you hadn't put it on your list, it would have been on mine, an easy option. I'll buy more when I need to, when I need more t-shirts. Yeah. They make a it's a really nice product. I really like Wesley. We've both been on his podcast. Um, you know, hit the show notes and check it out. It's a it's just a what it is is just a great t-shirt. It's it's a yeah. really simple thing that everybody can use. Yeah, right. All right, number 3 for you. Yeah, number 3 for me is also uh, an apparel product that I never ever thought I would be including on a list. Um, I've mentioned them on the show briefly because I picked up a pair of these Birkenstock Arizona EVA sandals. Back at the start of summer, I decided I would attempt to be a sandal guy. <laughs> I'm still not super sure about it. I, I like wearing them with camp socks. That It's kind of nice. They work around the house as slippers. But, you know, your normal Birkenstock is that sort of cork sort of stuff with um, leather straps. Yeah. These are sort of the vegan option that they developed a few years ago. And I guess it became quite popular because it's they're inexpensive. Mm-hmm. $45. I have the green ones. They're like a dark green. I couldn't find green on their website. So maybe the color is kind of stock dependent or time of year dependent. But I've seen these in everything from black to bright blue, reds, whites, yellows. I bought the sort of olive drab green and I really like them. I didn't know how well they'd hold up because they're foam. Yeah. Uh, super lightweight, um, waterproof. 
uh, they have some sh- shock absorption, so they're actually kind of okay to walk around in for a day. Hmm. And they're pretty much uh, known to be fairly skin friendly if you have sort of sensitivities uh, to bare, you know, weird materials on on bare feet. Yeah, uh, I, I'm really impressed by these. I think if you know someone who enjoys a sandal, it's it's also just kind of a no brainer. They, they're as stylish as you believe Birkenstocks to be. It would be kind of the a last uh, a last stage for me to to do something like a croc, but I feel like this is in that zone <laughs> in terms of the comfort, but not as many sacrifices in in you know wearing what looks like a little spaceship on your feet. Yeah, no, these are great. Gashani has a pair, and uh, I've always eyed them jealously. You know, I, we we've done our share of kind of tropical dive vacations, and and Birkenstocks are like what I wear around the house like year round, mm-hmm. but they aren't like sand and water friendly, uh, as you know, and and so. Um, you, you kind of get the best of both worlds when you can like wear them in the truck, driving to the dive site, get in with wet, sandy feet, slip them on, not worry about ruining them. I think they float too, I would guess, right? Which is, I believe so. I mean, it's, they, I they weigh so. nothing. I, I would think they do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'm surprised by how much I like them. It's definitely one of those things where I, I, I use them all year since I got them and they just kind of became part of the kit. And at $45, I really don't feel you know, that it's that hard to suggest them. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can extend the straps if you want to do what I do and wear them with camp socks around the cottage or when it gets a little cooler or you can tighten them down and they make it just a normal sandal. So yeah, super easy, nicely made. And, uh, from what I understand more environmentally friendly, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I didn't look into it. Uh, but that's definitely how they've been reported upon, Hmm. uh, when I tried to find some links. Yeah. Nice. And that's my, uh, what are we at? Third pick. Yeah. I think I'm moving on to number four here. This is another right. product that we were both given earlier as a kind of something to check out. And, and I think we both uh, crowed about them a bit on a past show. Um, and it makes it onto my list as my, I guess the Heaviston cards were tangentially watch related. This is a, my watch related gift. This is the Artem sailcloth watch strap. And as I mentioned, uh, when I first tried this, uh, this strap, you know, I was looking for for a longer sailcloth to fit my Blanc Pan, which came with a sailcloth, but far too short for my wrist. Right. And Artem is an Australian brand that on their website, they say that they, they also created these straps with the Blanc Pan sailcloth in mind to kind of mimic the the quality of those straps. And, and sure enough, I mean, these are super high quality. Uh, sailcloth can be stiff and, and these are, are certainly like that when you first pull them out of the box. But uh, the buckle's high quality. Um, you can get certain width straps come in long sizes, uh, long lengths. So if you have a, a big wrist, that's also a bonus. They, they carry them in uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23 millimeter uh, widths, which is uh, re- really a nice, nice set of options. At this point, they're just doing the color black, which I would say is kind of a mark against them. If you, you know, aren't someone who wears a lot of black, um, but they do have different stitch colors. And uh, we've been mm-hmm. told that that other colors are on the way, but these are $85 us. They take a little while to, to ship from Australia. Um, but now I've, uh, after getting that first one, I've, uh, I've gotten a couple more for 22 millimeter strap, uh, strap watches that I have. Um, and you can get them with a really excellent, uh, fold over deployment buckle, um, or just the standard pin buckle. And, uh, I, you know, I can't recommend them enough. So if you're looking for options besides, you know, bracelets, leather or NATO, mm-hmm. and you want a kind of a cool sailcloth, this is, uh, this would be a good gift for somebody, I think, at, at 85 bucks, a kind of a watch nerd who's got everything. Yeah, I, I think these are great. We t- Like you said, we talked about them on a past episode. We can put that episode in the show notes for sure. Really high quality product. Can't wait to see them in other colors. They work really well in uh, in black as it stands. And the buckle is impressive. So yeah. I agree on all counts. Yeah. Good pick. Cool. All 
All right. All right. My fourth pick uh, is also the last of mine that has a sort of uh, sub $150 budget. And I want to try and push the limits of that budget. And I'm picking a Finch folding pocket knife. Finch Knives uh, was co-founded by Steve Laughlin from uh, Raven Watches. And uh, and back in the day that when they were first launching, they had this uh, really fun yellow knife called the Runtly which I dug around and found a retailer who was willing to uh, send one and, and uh, sent it to Jason. Jason sent it to me. Uh, and I've carried that for some time. They were then kind enough to send me a couple other knives, including the Cimarron, which is a, a larger, kind of more of a stiletto style um, with a, a curved blade and, and really nice uh, overall quality in a green, with a green handle. Um, and I've basically carried it all year. Um, so I bought one. I got another one for free really, really nice knives. You know, I, I I like a knife quite a bit, but as I get a bit older, I really don't like the ones that are overly tactical. You know, for years, I carried a, a Benchmade um, Mini Grip, uh, which is a fantastic knife. I absolutely adore them, but they are a little bit intimidating to people who aren't knife people. And I think that the the sort of brighter colors and um, and more fanciful blade shapes and that sort of thing make these feel a little bit less intimidating than... Um, than the sort of tactical look that you get from some of the more common big name brands. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for my money, it's a, it's about $140. I'd go with their, it's a new one called the devil's finger in Sequoia green with the satin blade. We'll put a link in the show notes to this, of course, to the, the what's, what's on offer. They kind of do runs of knives and then you'd have the option of finding a retailer that might have other stock. Uh, so you can go back through their catalog and really find the one that, that would kind of suit your style and go from there. But a knife isn't an easy thing to make. There's a lot of people out there making really nice, super expensive knives, right? Yeah. It's, it's like a, there's like a fantastic cottage industry out there, kind of like there is for watches. Yeah. But these are being made at a, at a nice price point. And I just have enjoyed having them. They feel kind of special and uh, and they look kind of uncommon. And uh, it's just been one of my kind of one of my favorite products for the year. I, you know, I, I keep the, uh, the Runtly on my desk and it's, it's my go-to and basically anything knife it's a it's great for opening boxes even if you have to be very kind of specific with it and i like the shorter blade size and the fact that it fits uh, nicely in the palm of your hand obviously with knives you need to know your own local regulations i don't know the rules where you live necessarily don't buy something that you can't have shipped to you or or whatever uh, but if you're allowed to carry a pocket knife and it's something that you're keen to do, I, I highly recommend the Finch stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I remember handling that before I shipped it to you. And and I, I guess I think this is this is like the sweet spot of of holiday gifts because, you know, it works for so many different people. You know, it, obviously like kind of a cool Seiko watch or something is a fun gift for like a nephew or a you know son or cousin or something like that. Someone special who is kind of coming of age and whatever. I think a pocket knife fits that perfectly as well. I think... Uh, one of these Finch knives, you know, could be a nice introduction to knives for somebody. It could be, you know, kind of a great, I think you, <laughs> your term of grandpa knife uh, in the past, it's like, you know, this could go to an uncle or a for sure. father or something like that. Good stocking stuffer, obviously, you know, within reason and with, uh, with safety in mind. But I think, you know, someone who, who either likes knives or, or wants to get into knives and you can kind of make this, uh, their first or, or kind of an addition to a collection. I think, uh, I think it's a great gift. I think it's a nice step up from your Swiss army knives of which yeah. I think everyone should have and, and experience. And, and like I've sent you a, a buck knife. Right. Um, and I think they make a fantastic knife, but these are flippers. So you can open them with one hand. Uh, there's no assist on them. There's no spring or whatever, but you can open them with one hand. Whereas with the true grandpa style, you're really, you know, it's a, it's a back lock and you're 
kind of opening it to a slice an apple or something like right, that, right? right? So it's a, a little bit more modern of a style, a little bit more knife guy uh, than than the buck options. But yeah, I, I I dig it. It's cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, good pick. All right, you know, let's uh, let's do one without the budget. Yeah, time to blow the bank. I don't remember where I've come in in the past in terms of uh, blowing banks. Uh, this one isn't outrageous. Um, I think no. it's, uh, but I think it's arguably the the coolest thing I've gotten this year. <laughs> um, this is from uh, a company in Scotland called Campbell's of Bowley. Now they're uh, a, a small, very traditional family-owned shop that goes way back. That, that typically made like you know traditional tweeds and kilts and caps and and jackets and things uh, in this small town in Scotland. This is uh, a Jerry Can mini bar, and they have three different types. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, come on, uh, someone who owns a Land Rover, Jeep, whatever. I mean, I think uh, I think you need something like this. They actually take Wavian, which is a uh, kind of the popular um, kind of predominant brand of, of actual jerry cans for carrying fuel in and they're upcycling them. So they're taking old ones um, and, and cutting them to make a hinged door and then outfitting them with kind of a wood insert that holds a bottle of your favorite uh, beverage as well as uh, glasses, and uh, they make a, a larger version that that will hold uh, uh, cans of you know tonic water or whatever else. But um, the one I have is the, is the mini upcycled mini bar, and it looks like they're actually out of stock. So if you're getting this for a holiday gift, you might have to get creative or or give a give an IOU or something like that, or get on a wait list. But um, this is the smallest size, the one I have, and um, it came with with an empty bottle with kind of a, a cork uh, closer on it and four. Uh, 90 milliliter glasses. So the, the bottle itself is 300 milliliters. It, it comes empty, obviously, labeled with a, a beautiful kind of vintage style uh, Campbell's of Bowley label. It hinges shut. It, it has a, a nice clasp that holds it shut. And, you know, lately when Gashani and I have been doing, you know, road trips where we're, you know, renting a cabin or camping or going somewhere, like this comes along. You know, I, I fill that that small bottle with with some whiskey and uh, and just close it up. And pop it into, you know, with the rest of our luggage. And and then it kind of creates this little bit of an occasion on that first night when we're settled in at the cabin, build the fire, pop open the, the jerry can and and pull out the bottle of whiskey. And and I, I just think it's uh I just think it's it's such a unique, cool product. There are definitely other brands that do this sort of thing, but uh this is the one that I have and I, I just find it so cool. Yeah, and, and what maybe about two months ago. I got a random big package from you. I didn't know what it was. It was kind of heavy. Uh, <laughs> and I never really know. Like you, you and I enjoy sending each other gifts occasionally, but we tend not to hit any mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's kind of around Christmas. Sometimes it's kind of around, you know, 100 episodes or something like that. But yeah. just when something kind of hits it, we go. <laughs> and I know like last year I'd sent you some some flasks. Yeah. And you in turn really sent me what what I think is the nicest flask I've ever come across, which is one of these... <laughs> upcycled or mini upcycled mini bars so i have one as well yeah it's so fun i have it sitting on the shelf at my desk because it just kind of looks like a normal jerry can yeah, yeah but if you have somebody over which i don't really do that much but someday <laughs> I'll, I'll return to a time when i have people over yeah i'll probably have it in the living room kind of next to other stuff speakers and right and things like that and then when somebody wants a drink you can just kind of reach over pull it out open up this door and, and it, what it instantly reminds me of is do you remember i'm gonna get the name wrong um, but there's several companies that would do like bespoke shooting oh. or uh, picnic <laughs> stuff for the back of of like Range Rover. Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say one was like, 
is it couldn't be Finch or uh, that Finch might be a gun right. manufacturer. I think Finch is right. Um, yeah. I know we, we we just talked about Finch knives. It's un- unrelated, but this is what it kind of reminds me. I remember the first time I saw that on Top Gear, yeah. where the idea was that you went out shooting out into the field on your own property. So you're not talking about driving after having a scotch on, on, on roads is more of an estate product and you could stop and, and pull out a little chair and, and sit and have a, a little picnic or, or a drink or something. And it was all built in. It held your guns and your, uh, these beautiful consoles. Yeah. And that's the first thing I came across. I'm sure there's other people, like you said, that are doing this, but this has that sort of old world sort of Britishy charm to it. Yeah, yeah. And and you and I are suckers for this. Even and you even more than me. Uh, <laughs> it just it just speaks to a certain level of it. And, and pulling this out of the back of the of the Land Rover and people maybe assuming it's kerosene for the fire yeah, or right, something like right. that. And then just popping the side open. <laughs> it's a little bit of stage. It's a little bit of theater. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. I I think it's super fun. I, I thank you so much again yeah. uh, for sending me one. I love it. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is the splurge gift, and I think uh, it's worthy of someone. <laughs> who's uh who definitely would appreciate this and uh yeah that's my that's my break the bank one how about you you, you get the last uh, last word here yep i so mine's a it's a pretty expensive one it's probably i think it might be unless i picked my Leica q one year mm. oh. um, i think this is probably as expensive as we've ever gone and it's a product that's kind of changed our, my life in toronto a little bit and certainly enough to to warrant hitting down on on this list especially in the coveted you know no budget <laughs> option yeah so this is the Rad Power Rad Runner electric utility bike. It's thirteen hundred U.S. dollars, so it's considerably more in Canadian. It's made by a Vancouver company called Rad Power. It's a um, a sort of Dutch style low step uh, utility bike. Oh yeah, that has a fully assisted pedaling system. So you get forty five miles of range, maybe a little bit more than that. Four different levels of assist, or you can simply twist the throttle and go. And it'll go up to about 22 miles an hour. I think that's the law. So that's, you know, mid 30s here, 33, 34 kilometers an hour for Canada. Yeah. Uh, the battery is removable. It has a, so it has a controller, not, not like a screen, nothing that you have to worry about being damaged or water or the rest, like a controller, some buttons with LEDs above them. Yeah. Uh, it has a built in headlight, really nice brakes, high end hardware. You know, bikes became a real thing during the pandemic. Yeah. My wife is actually uh, the one that got this in my family. And, and we we kind of considered getting a second car for her to get around Toronto, but the truth is that her, our footprint isn't really that wide. Yeah, we go up to the nearby shopping streets, you know, a, a few things, maybe an art studio, that sort of thing. And with forty five miles of range, unless it's really bad weather or very snowy or whatever, this kind of does what another car does. Right. It definitely, you know, it's a three hundred pound payload. So if you if you outfit it, there's like hundreds of accessories, bigger racks, other seats. You can have another whole person on the bike. Huh use like a little motorcycle really nicely made me being me with my kind of faulty wiring the 22 mile an hour limit is nowhere near fast enough like (laughs) i want to be i would i would like to be able to go say 30 or 35 kilometers an hour and still have another 10 yeah if i needed to make a maneuver because if you're keeping up with traffic yeah in this bike even in a bike lane or whatever but if you're keeping up with traffic and kind of moving around you might be at full speed a lot of the time right and, you know, I'm the better part of 200 pounds. So uphill, I think it could use a little bit more juice. Obviously, there's rules about that. You know, the idea is to match something that's under 100 cc of uh, um, internal combustion engine. Yeah. They don't let you go that much faster. There's some loopholes in the States. Sometimes it's second keys or race mode or that sort of thing. And those are all awesome. But I would even be at the point where if they made some sort of a, a different license that would allow you to get the faster one. And, and it wasn't, I don't want a motorcycle. That's not what I'm asking. I, lo- I really like the platform of this and the way it fits me and, and the rest of it. 
really killer product. They make a handful of different bikes. I think this is kind of in the middle price range. They make one that's more like a traditional mountain bike frame that I think is where their pricing sort of starts. Yeah. I highly recommend it. If you're if you're wanting to, you know, maybe lower your carbon footprint or make moving around a dense city a lot easier and this is in your price point, I don't see how it would let you down. You t- you just unclick the battery and bring it in to charge it. I, I like it. It's a, it's fun. It's really fun to drive. It's super fun to share with other people when they get to try it for the first time. Cause it feels like you're breaking the law. <laughs> you know, it's got this little whine to it from the motor. It's yeah. a, you know, a powered hub yeah. Uh, yeah. on the wheel. And then the assist is nice. It's single speed. So you, you, you can kind of choose how much assist you want. I would find the bike probably pretty hard to uh, kind of pedal if you had no assist. Oh yeah. Uh, just cause it's heavy. Everything yeah. about it is heavy. It's this big beefy, it's got great tires and big wheels and the the actual like componentry and, and frame of the bike are kind of big and beefy. It's heavy if you have to lift it up, that sort of thing. If you don't need to pedal, um, do, do you find that you ever do? I mean, is it, is it, is it kind of fun or is it kind of, does it give you an extra boost or is it, uh, is it tempting to just kind of cruise around and, and not pedal at all? I, I typically just run it on the throttle. Yeah. Um, but I, I took it for a longer ride the other day, maybe 10 kilometers one way and then came back when I went to Rolex. Oh yeah. Which is on the other, other kind of loosely the other side of Toronto. <laughs> That's or great. Downtown you, from you rode a bike to Rolex. I love it. <laughs> I rode a, yeah, I rode a, an electric, uh, power assist bike. And that one I found it was just kind of nice where it, and it's some battery conservation. So if you were running it more at like the second, uh, like the second level of, of assist and pedaling, you're still kind of doing right around 30 kilometers an hour, yeah. but you're using less power. And it also, I, if I'm on a bike, it feels weird to not be getting any exercise. Yeah, right. Like right. at all. Yeah. So the, part of me was like, no, you're on a longer ride. It's cool out. You're not going to be sweaty when you get there. Yeah. Move your legs a little bit, you you know. Yeah, yeah. Cheeseburger eating monster. Yeah. <laughs> and you can put a ton of stuff on it. You can put racks on the front and the back. Like I said, other seats and dry cases and helmet buckets and the rest. It's uh, it's killer. Yeah. I like it. Buy that uh, plus a really good lock is what I'd recommend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is it going to be another couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Well, that would be a pretty, pretty special gift. I think that would be like a spouse gift, parent gift. Yeah, I would know, think kid, so. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's a good one. Good below the budget. Yeah. You- In the right scenario, I think it replaces a car. Yeah. And at that point, that's a lot less. You're not insuring it. Yeah. You, you don't need a special license to drive it. It's really easy to park and lock places. Um, and if you live in a city, they're probably pretty tolerant to bikes these days. It seems like most places are. Yeah, but then obviously keep in mind that with great power comes with great responsibility. Try and be a good cyclist. I'm, I'm doing my best to do the same. All right, good one. Well, that that wraps uh, that wraps the gift guide, TGN gift guide 2021. You want to uh, do a quick list for anyone who's uh, who just wants a summary? Definitely. Yeah, my five starting in uh, in order from low to high price: uh, the Haviston playing cards for about twenty five dollars. The Handcrafted Life of Dick Prenicky book from Lost Art Press for $52. The Standard H Avant T t-shirt for $68. The Artem Sailcloth strap for $85. And finally, my blow the budget was the Campbell's of Bowley Jerry Can Upcycled Mini Bar for $288. That's such a good gift, too. <laughs> I can speak from experience. It's a delight. My five in order, the Vario SG watch travel case for 20 bucks, the Philips Whiz Bulbs 4 kit, 60 watt, $38 worth every penny, the Birkenstock Arizona EVA sandal for $45, a Finch folding pocket knife is going to run you about 140 bucks, and uh, the Blow the Budget, which we certainly did, the Rad Power Rad Runner electric utility bike, uh, killer product. That's the 10 for this year. That's the 2021's gift guide. There's something from 
20 bucks all the way up. Yeah. You can you can pick the number of digits you're looking for with that list. So uh, <laughs> let's finish this off with uh, some final notes. What do you got, Jason? Yeah. Um, you might remember episodes ago, several episodes ago, I talked about a book uh, I read called The Moth on the Mountain about um, this kind of crazy Englishman back in the 1930s who decides he's going to learn how to fly, um, buy a plane and fly from England to the base of Mount Everest and then climb it. And uh, kind of a, just a crazy quixotic tale, true story, written by a writer named Ed Caesar, uh, who um, has also written for, for several publications, including The New Yorker. And I've got an article uh, that just came out a couple of days ago, actually, from, from Ed Caesar in The New Yorker. Uh, I was linked to it from Instagram, and I read it last night. And the story is, it, it's just crazy. It's It's got kind of a boring title. It's like the new luxury vacation being dumped in the middle of nowhere. And it's a long story. I actually listened to it, read by this wonderful uh, narrator named Simon Vance. Uh, it's a 41-minute listen, uh, if that gives you any sense of how long it'll take to read. Ed put his journalist cap on and took part in a luxury trip by an outfitter called Black Tomato that... If you sign up for this, it costs you know fifteen thousand dollars or something. And he was given two days' notice um, and and some basics of what to pack. And then they flew him to the Atlas Mountains in Morocco from England, uh, where he met up with uh, one of the guides from from Black, uh, Black Tomato. And they dropped him somewhere in the mountains. Uh, told him to you know turn in his phone. Gave him a, a GPS tracker and a map. And some basic supplies and said, in two days, you need to be here, uh, basically pointed at a point on the map. And we will keep an eye on you, you know, <laughs> via satellite. Um, but it's your responsibility to get from A to B. We'll teach you a few skills before you get started. Um, but that's going to be your that's your vacation. That's what you paid for. And so he did it and he wrote about his findings. And then at the end of it all, they they, they collected him. He did. He was fine. He survived. And then they they finish off the trip at a, kind of a swanky hotel in the desert. You know, one of these really high end luxe places. I found it kind of funny as someone who, and you'll be able to relate to this, as someone who's been on press trips with with some high-end watch brands before, it, it kind of rings familiar, you know, this sort of idea that, you know, if, if, if you have a lot of money, sometimes the greatest luxury is to kind of do something so exclusive, so unique, that it feels adventurous. But then, you know, you realize that that it's all being very packaged and very controlled and and almost over-orchestrated. And there, there was a certain irony in a lot of the different things that that he found on this on this walk, it was on the one hand, it was very revelatory and awakening for him to kind of get out in nature and kind of feel this sort of raw sense of survival. But knowing that he was kind of on a schedule and had to be in a certain place and was being watched kind of detracted a little bit from it. So like his experiences meeting like local, like, uh, you know, sheep herders that, that invited him for, for tea was like this wonderful experience for him. But then he like looked at his watch and thought, Oh, I need to be at my next camp by this time. So I got to leave these guys. And like, it, it, it was, it's, it's just a, a great article and Ed's a great writer. And, uh, I just highly recommend it. I think, uh, I think a lot of us will, will be able to relate to this, uh, for on a number of levels, but, uh, good story. Very interesting concept. Yeah. I, I skimmed through this cause you were kind enough to share the link and, uh, hilarious. Yeah. I, I think it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and, and a really, uh, you know, well-told story, like you said, and, just a great idea, I think that you know the, the talk about a gift for somebody who has everything. <laughs> yeah, really. 
you know, essentially nothing in some ways, depending <laughs> right. on how you look at it. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful concept of, you know, even, even though we just listed, you know, 10 things that we recommend buying. Yeah. You could also not buy any of those things and try and find a way to have an experience. And this is quite the experience yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right. Super fun. All right. What do you got? Mine is a new TV show, which is on Paramount Plus streaming platform um maybe other places i'm not really sure how all of that that kind of stuff works it's called mayor of kingstown very similar name to um to mayor of Easttown. oh yeah which was another show from previous so this isn't the kate winslet drama which was excellent yeah mayor of kingstown is a new crime thriller series created by taylor sheridan who we've mentioned ad nauseum on uh, film clubs in the past he's a favorite of mine and uh, also a fellow Canadian and uh, actor, musician, Hugh Dillon. Uh, so they came together to make a show that, that kind of talks about the, the sort of organized crime element that weaves through a, a prison town in Michigan called Kingstown. Hmm. And uh, so I'll, I'll read the synopsis here. A crime drama about an important contemporary issue, America's prison system, Mayor of Kingstown follows the McCluskey family in Kingstown, Michigan, where the business of incarceration is the only thriving industry. The family of power brokers between police, criminals, inmates, prison guards, and politicians as they tackle themes of systemic racism, corruption, and inequality. The crime thriller series provides a stark look at their attempt to bring order and justice to a town that has neither. The cast includes Jeremy Renner, Diane Weist, Kyle Chandler, and Derek Webster, to name only a few. Good cast. Renner is the lead, and he's absolutely incredible. Obviously, you know, I think we lost a lot of great Renner stuff because he became the the guy with the bow and arrow in the Marvel movies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, not a Marvel fan at all. And yeah. I really don't like when they take amazing actors away from yeah. other great movies that they could have been doing. <laughs> but Renner is simply incredible in it, like he is in, in other uh, Taylor Sheridan things like Wind River. Mm-hmm. It's much less campy than Yellowstone, which I think I've talked about my uh, appreciation of Yellowstone on uh, on the show in the past, which is... Another one of Sheridan's TV shows, which he does with, uh, at least for me, with uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, this is more tonally in line with Sicario, so it's um, exceedingly violent, pretty dark, pretty gritty. All the things you'd say about these sorts of shows, not at all uh, for kids or younger viewers or those who are even remotely sensitive. So, Mom, I know you're listening to this. This is not a show that you would like uh, <laughs> at all. It's not as real world as The Wire. It's still entertainment, uh, like strictly entertainment. Um, but it is kind of an interesting look at a, a sort of power structure that I didn't really realize existed. These kind of people that work in the shadows to to connect up various levels of crime or even the prevention of crime, but all kind of at the same time. Wow. Uh, so far, they're uh, three episodes in and I've I've enjoyed all three. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that you mentioned the three episodes makes me think uh, whenever we see what these shows that are now being released like one one week at a time. I'm always tempted to like watch them like the new season of Shetland just came out and we love that show, but like we got to wait till all six episodes are out because we're we're just like total binge people. Like we'll just blast through them all. But, uh, I've seen this one advertised uh, quite a bit. It looks, yeah, it looks good. It looks, you know, right up our alley. I'm sure we'll check it out at some point. I like Jeremy Renner and, and Kyle Chandler's great too. So yeah, he's lovely. Yeah, for sure. No, and Diane Weiss is great. And, and the show does do make an attempt to step away from the normal Sheridan route of kind of, angsty uh, problematically violent white guys that also have access to weapons and a reason to use them <laughs> yeah and don't get me wrong that like that's in my wheelhouse but you have to recognize it for what it is yeah and they're, they're painting more not immediately but they're painting more facets into the show between diane weist and and the prison system and, and trying to understand 
it, it has that sort of the wire feel of, of showing you how a system's built mm, mm-hmm. and how difficult it would be to change anything. Oh yeah, and and it's you know it's difficult to show that in three episodes, and it's hard to compare anything to the wire being being as amazing as it is. Yeah, uh, but I think it's it's worth watching if anything that I've said in the last few minutes is even remotely up your alley. Good. Plus, it's just nice to have something to watch. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Wow, packed episode. We had a lot a uh, lot going on today. Jeez. Yeah, we're not not short on stuff for sure, but uh, I think it was a good one. You know, we we got a solid hour. It's always fun to do these um, gift guide episodes, and uh, and then of course we started the show chatting about the new support system, which I think is going to kind of usher in the next kind of generation uh, for for us. It, it means that we're not going to have to do ads, which is something you and I really hated doing. Yeah, um, and and we're thrilled that we're not going to go that route. Um, but this also means that we can kind of be made whole for the time and the effort and and hopefully uh you know be able to show to guests that we want to have on that there's some serious interest in the show even if it is i think still kind of a niche thing right we we get a feeling from you guys that um we we have more depth than maybe breadth and we'll see if that actually works out in terms of supporting the show so yeah as always we can't say this more strongly than than today thank you so much for listening you can subscribe to the show notes via notes.thegraynado.com or you can check the feed for more details and links. You can follow us on Instagram at Jason Heaton and at J.E. Stacy. You can follow the show at The Gray NATO. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and review wherever you find your podcast and consider supporting the show directly and maybe even score a sweet supporter bundle via thegraynado.com. Music throughout is Siesta by Jazzar via the free music archive. And we leave you with this quote from John Steinbeck who said... Anything that just costs money is cheap.